You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick, hanging out with you. Uh, Nate stepped out. No Rico today. Um, hope Rico is uh, getting all healthy and good. He, he might be back tomorrow. We'll see what happens. Uh, we get this text on the text line, 402-464-5685. Scaper says this. This team could have had wins against number seven and number four. How are they not a tournament team, Nate? This year has only begun. They're only going to get better. We'll go ahead and bring in our good friend, Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska right now, and we'll ask him a, a similar question. Steve, what were your kind of just thoughts after Nebraska's, I mean, heartbreaking loss against Purdue? Um, but then also, I mean, this is this is the team that we can kind of con- expect now going forward, right? Yeah, I think so. And one reason for that is because defense travels. Uh, yeah. grit, grittiness travels. Toughness travels, I think. Um, and and this this team showed that um, showed showed what they're really about on Saturday against against Purdue, in my opinion. After the game, I wrote um, in my in my game recap that um, no matter who comes into Pinnacle Bank Arena, if it's going to be a big game, Husker fans will show up. They'll make the environment just like it was against Purdue. And in my opinion, I think the Huskers can beat any team in America inside Pinnacle Bank Arena. I don't think that's mm-hmm. too crazy to say right now. Um, I, I just think that um, Nebraska at home in that building with the fan base charged up like it is all the time, I, I, I think that Nebraska is, is really a really difficult out inside TVA. And um, whether it's a really bad team or a really good team like Purdue, I think I think Nebraska has a chance no matter who it is inside Pinnacle Bank Arena. We're, we're talking to Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska here on the Happy Hour. And, and last segment, Steve, I called Sam Greasel and Derek Walker culture changers because when you look at those guys um, and, and Sam Greasel coming off of, of being pretty sick, as, as is what we've heard um, against Indiana, he was, he was not in, in the best of shape. Um, but he, here he is diving on the floor, going for loose balls, and, and, and guys like Denim Dawson and Jamarcus Lawrence and Ramel Lloyd – like those guys are seeing that. I mean, am I am I out of line by saying that that Sam Greasel and Derek Walker could be considered like culture changers for even when they're not here next year? That like that could be what we see from Nebraska basketball going forward. Yeah, I think so. I I, I completely agree with you, Nick. I think those guys are incredibly important to the direction of of the program. Fred Hoiberg would be the first to tell you that because they are guys who aren't really interested in. Um, of course, all all basketball players want to want to light light up the scoreboard and and fill up the stat sheet and all that. But those guys could care less about that. Um, that they, they they are all about playing winning basketball and and sometimes winning basketball. If you if you're not getting the shot to go down, it means diving to the floor, like you said. It it means you know busting your butt on a defensive rotation. It means taking a charge. It means doing a lot of the dirty work that some players don't like doing. And I think this team. It has a lot of those players that are, that are like that, and that's exactly what this team needed. That's exactly what Fred Hoiberg needed in his fourth year here, um, needing to show improvement. And I think the program is showing improvement, even though they lost um, against Indiana. Um, they they still showed some good things in the, in the second half. They they showed some fight, and that was without Sam Griesel, one of their leaders. Mm-hmm. And they they did the exact same thing against Purdue. 
um, giving giving the number four team in the nation, which is number one right now, which is kind of wild. <laughs> we can talk yeah. about that. Um, but uh, uh, they gave the Boilermakers all they could handle and more, um, sending it sending the thing into overtime. So, yeah, the the, the leadership, the toughness, the grit that guys like Sam Grisell, uh, Grisel, excuse me, uh, Derek Walker, especially Emmanuel Bandmel too, who has had some big moments. Juan Gary is another kind of tough-minded senior who who is okay doing the doing the little things that mm-hmm. don't make the Sports Center highlight. This team is full of them. So I mean, yeah, I, I definitely think that they're culture changers. All right, Steve, let's uh, let's go ahead and transition over to football because Nebraska um, and, and Matt Rule have kind of been putting in the work. They've had a couple big recruiting weekends. Um, let, let's first we'll, we'll talk about the commits. Um, they, they, Nebraska's received two commitments or public commitments uh, today so far from Quentin Ives, um, a, a six foot three hundred eighty five running back. And then also, you know, th- this name's going to be fun to say going forward, Sincere Saifilula. I mean, how, how far off am I on that one? Well, I actually don't know, but I'll give you my attempt at it right now. Okay. So I'll, I'll, go, with, I'll go with Sincere Safiula. Safiula. Okay. Okay. That's, that's easier. It's tough, to, it's tough to roll off the tongue, but I mean – these these guys are not going to light up, you know, recruiting sites necessarily, but I mean that's kind of Matt Rule's plan, right? That's exactly what Matt Rule said he was going to do in an introductory press conference, and all of us were kind of looking at each other, saying like, okay, yep. is, he, is he just going to say this and then like go after like five and four star recruits? No, he he is actually um, trying to do exactly what he did at Temple and at mm-hmm. Baylor, which is um, take take these unheralded recruits these guys who who aren't getting a lot of recruiting attention but maybe they're really really fast or maybe they have like that extreme length that you look for and and they're banking on um them you know getting them on campus and then developing them and teaching them how to be a football player and so that that is clearly i think what what matt rule and his staff is showing right now mm-hmm. especially when you look at bryce turner uh i mean legit track speed Really, really yeah. legit track speed. 10.25 seconds in the 100-meter dash in Texas. Won a state championship with that. Um, 21.04 seconds in the 200-meter dash in Texas. Won a state championship with that. Did, did he Did he have a lot of offers? Absolutely not. Um, he had a couple FCS offers to his name before Nebraska came knocking, and, and he'll apparently try to run track here at Nebraska, too, Bryce Turner will. But, I mean, it's, it's fairly obvious why Nebraska wants – Bryce Turner with the program is because he has game-changing and elite speed. Same thing with Quentin Ives. Although he's not as fast as Bryce Turner is, he's still really, really fast. And you know, he's a he's a long athlete at six foot three, 180 pounds. Um, he just kind of reminds me of maybe like a in uh, in betweener uh, receiver running back combo. I think they'll start him. They list him as an athlete right now, but at, inside Nebraska, I think we have him that, that the staff likes him as a running back um, gotcha. first, but. And Quentin Ives is, Ives is another one who, um, again, going under the recruiting radar a little bit, but I think the staff really, really likes what he brings because he's just a really good athlete and he's really, really fast too. And then when you look at uh, Sincere, you know, the corner, he's he's a legit one. He's pretty thin right now. Um, but when, when you look at the defensive backs that kind of give receivers trouble, it's the ones with really extreme length. And Sincere is, is 6'1", 6'2". So, I mean, take a look at his arms uh, on social media. There's pictures going around of him. That guy has some extreme length on his arms. And that, mm-hmm. you know, just re- works really well in pass coverage. And when you're trying to jam 
receivers at the line of scrimmage. So, um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're seeing Matt Rule's um, recruiting strategy play out right in front of us, especially with the first three, first three commits. I think Steve and Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska joining us, the, the rival site for the Huskers. I, I think when people to the maybe the the basic or the simple college football fan, I think that I think Husker fans might be scarred a little bit when they hear the term or, or the phrase that this coaching staff wants speed because guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking it's cool. I'll shave it or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to row.co slash regrow. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. That's what we've heard prior in, in previous years and it was it, it resulted in a not very physical football team um, and that's what you kind of need for, for you know, being competitive in the Big Ten. What would you say to somebody that that has that concern that when they see Nebraska recruiting speed, that doesn't mean that they're not going to be physical. Yeah, and I, I I go back to the coaching staff because which, you know, the the strength and conditioning program and the coaches who will be taking these kids in and, and developing them, it it might go better than the previous coaching staffs mm-hmm. that have been running Nebraska football, in my opinion. So I guess when you look at Matt Rule and his track record about, you know, how, how he's gone about the recruiting, the recruiting speed, and then once he gets them committed, building them up into football players as the kind of secondary part of that whole thing, you know, Matt Rule has shown that he's been there and done that. Yeah. The previous previous Nebraska um, coaching staffs, maybe maybe they weren't that really – maybe they weren't that good at it, I guess I would say. But now with, with Matt Rule and the track record that he comes in with, I guess we can't say it for sure because, you know, only time will tell with these, with these guys and, and how they develop and, and turn into uh, football, football players um, later on. You, you just have to maybe kind of have faith. I, I don't know if that's a great answer, but um, maybe just trust, and trust that Matt Rule understands and knows what he's doing. He's been doing it a long time, a lot, a lot longer than um, maybe some other coaches who have coached here. Yeah, once again, we're talking to, to Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska. I want to I want to ask you about a, a couple more guys. Um, a Johnny Cornelius, am I saying that correctly? Hopefully, um, he he visited over the weekend the number one offensive line uh, target out of the portal. I would say um, from Rhode Island, and he's going to have a laundry list of options. How, I mean, how big of a of an addition what would Cornelius be? And then just how important was it for Nebraska to get him on campus? Yeah, so a Johnny Cornelius would be a massive, just absolutely massive addition if Nebraska could could get him to commit because, you know, at, at 6'5", 310 pounds, uh, he was first team all-conference at his previous stop, Rhode Island. And I know a lot of people say, like, Rhode Island, football, what? Like, no, like, go watch his mm-hmm. highlight tape. He, he has talent. He has, um, in my opinion, he's a day one starter here. He absolutely wow. would be. 
and he would just be one of those one of those guys that would be able to help out Donovan Raiola's offensive line just immediately. Um, he, he's big. He's hard to get around. Um, you know, he's again, like I said, he was a first he was a first team All Conference um, competitor at Rhode Island, and I just think that you know, with, with all the with all the struggles on the edges that Nebraska football has had on its offensive line for for the past um, you know few years. Uh, a, John, a guy like a Johnny Cornelius, I think, would be able to come in and, and provide some stability at least. You know, obviously, I can't see the future. I don't know how he's going to do um, when 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 the Big Ten season hits. But you know, it's a good place to start. Uh, it's a good he's a good talented player, and obviously, like other other programs are are um, really wanting wanting him all over the country. He's getting offers. So for mm-hmm. for Nebraska to actually get him on campus and show him around as one of the first schools to do that, it's incredibly impressive, in my opinion. Steve, last one before we let you go. Uh, Cornelius, for for the listeners, listed at six foot five, three hundred and ten pounds, according to uh, Rhode Island's uh, website uh, last season. Okay, last one before we let you go. Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska joining us. We haven't been able to talk about Donovan Riola returning. You mentioned his name, and it, it kind of popped into my head. I I kept telling listeners like Donovan Riola fits Matt Rule's kind of like characteristic needs, if that makes sense. The hard worker. The guy that's there way before you know the sun comes up and is there way after the sun goes down. I mean, am I way off on that, or are we? I mean, I wasn't surprised, I guess, to see Donovan Riola stick on Matt Rule's staff. How, how about you? Well, when I look at Donovan Riola being retained, I know a lot of more than a lot, a ton of people yeah. just did not like that. But you know, I go back to Matt Rule. Um, along with having a good eye for on-field talent, he also has had a really good eye for off-field talent with the coaching staffs. Go take a look at some of his past assistants and how they have climbed the coaching ladder. Um, maybe so. Obviously, if if he sees if Don Manuela was retained on this staff, obviously um, Matt Rule sees something in Don Manuela. Maybe it was the uh, uh, four years, almost four years of um, NFL experience as mm-hmm. an assistant offensive line. I don't know what it was, um, but Don, uh, um, Matt Rule sees something, obviously, in Donovan Rayla. And to be honest, if, if if Rule is okay with it, I am. I am okay with it. Yeah, I think I think that's kind of the, the side of the fence I lay, lay on as well. Because I I have a tough time blaming every every offensive line issue on on Donovan Rayola right now. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, look at the room that he walked in yeah. into. Um, I mean, in 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 the off season. The, the best offensive line coach in the entire planet and even on Mars and on Jupiter, all of those offensive line coaches weren't going to do mm-hmm. anything with this offensive line room, in my opinion. Uh, I could be wrong on that. Um, I, I'm not the offensive line expert. I know I know offensive former offensive linemen and offensive linemen are, are the best suited to talk about offensive line play because um, it's a really hard um, unit to judge on, on football. But, um, yeah, I mean – I just don't know how much success anybody was going to have leading that group this year. Uh, last last thing, sorry, I just popped up on my Twitter. Coastal Carolina's quarterback, Grayson McCall, has entered the transfer portal as of five minutes oh. ago. Should that be a guy Nebraska goes after? <laughs> um, man, I love me some Grayson McCall. <laughs> I, I, I knew it. I knew it. Uh, um, I, uh, with, with Marcus Satterfield and everything that I've seen <laughs> with his profile offense, I think it might do – a guy like Grayson McCall, who who is a dual threat quarterback and somebody with some excellent read option, yeah, um, 
you know, keys in, in, on offense, I, I think that that'll suit um, a guy like Grayson McCall better. Yeah, I remember. I remember you telling me you're a big Grace, Grayson McCall kind of guy. Hey, also, how about that Montana State win uh, the the other day? I saw. I was watching that game from Applebee's, and they they laid the hammer on William and Mary. Montana State's going to lay the hammer on everybody. They are, they I mean, when so I turned good. that on and I saw the temperatures and it was nighttime in Bozeman and then Tommy touchdown Tommy Millad is like running all over the field at, on Montana State. I just look, yeah. You know, I, I wanted to go to William and Mary and be like, guys, this just <laughs> isn't going to happen for you. I'm sorry. Thanks yeah. for coming out, but like maybe next year there is absolutely no way that you know William and Mary was getting out of Bozeman, Montana, with a win. Yeah. Hey, now now uh, Montana State, the Bobcats go to South Dakota State, so that's going to be uh, uh, one to watch that's here. Must watch TV. It's must that watch. Is, if, if you're a football fan and you're and you're wanting some good football, I mean that's your show right there. I mean that's where I'm going to be. I know that much. Yeah. Exactly. Screw screw the Bahamas Bowl. I don't even care about that anymore when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to FCS. All right, Steve. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks, Nick. That is Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska. Appreciate his time as always. Um, I, I always my, my biggest problem is that I always say last question. I got I got one more for you, and then I always have new things come to my mind, and and that's a, that's an issue for me. Uh, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll have the crossover. Nate and Strick will join me. We'll talk Husker hoops. We'll talk a little college football as well, um, and we'll wrap up Monday's show once again. No Rico today. Hope uh, he feels better. Maybe he'll be in by tomorrow. Who, who knows? Whatever happens, happens. We'll we'll uh, we'll we'll just go with the flow here. At uh at ninety three seven the ticket we'll be right back wrap up Monday's show coming up next with uh, Strick and Nate on ninety three seven the ticket and ticketfm.com. Download our app by searching ninety three point seven the ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on ninety three seven the ticket and the ticketfm.com. Guys, do you want thicker? Fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller.